Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Dr. Bashir Khan? Yes. 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 All right. <laughs> Uh, you, you can make go for the informal version. <laughs> DB, right? Yeah, yeah why not? Why not? DB. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having us here. I'm, I'm really glad you visited. I, I've been told you went to the Jalsa. You were at the Jalsa? We yeah. are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you uh, came. Did you, were you able to look around? Yeah, we, and we did some interviews with people. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Kind of like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit more Great. informal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Please about that. Yeah. 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 Let's talk a little bit more about the institute here, uh, about okay. what people, uh, what students can expect to learn here, and what it's taught, and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm new, so okay, I've only been here two <laughs> years, <laughs> and uh, unlike many of my colleagues who who've been here much longer, I think Farhan Qureshi probably described things in detail. But basically, we're uh, we're like a theological seminary, mm-hmm. and uh, it's training uh, young missionaries to serve in various parts of the world, predominantly in the U.S. and South America. Okay. Because we have similar institutes in uh, India, Pakistan, Germany, uh, Ghana, the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But this is an international one. So we're very happy because we have students from the U.S., other than Canada, the U.S., Australia, uh, the Holy Lands, um, uh, Japan. Which are the Holy Lands? Well, uh, (laughs) they're actually Palestinians who uh, reside in Israel. Oh, okay. So they're Israeli citizens, but of Palestinian origin. We have... uh, There's an institution in Israel too, right? uh, Not like this. No, 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 not a a seminary. No, no. So they come over here. And uh, so we have uh, three from there. We've got a Jordanian student as well. So it's great. It's a nice mass. So with, you know, uh, it's great to see the Canadians interacting with the Australians, making fun of the way, uh, way the Australians speak. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from Canadians, that's great. <laughs> and then the Americans, of course, are constantly talking about American football. <laughs> they've got ice hockey. They've got Australian rules football. So, and I encourage that in class anyway. Sure. So, but my I only joined three years ago. I came from Pakistan. I'm a teacher of business in Pakistan for 30 years. Over here, I'm, I'm looking after academics, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm teaching English language and writing, but mainly language. We want them to, uh, it's a seven-year program, and we want them when they graduate that they should be very articulate, uh, speaking for myself in English, but they're also taught Arabic, uh, Urdu, Persian, and uh, so you know we'd like them to have very, feel very comfortable, because their entire future careers rest on their ability to interact with mm-hmm. others. They learn Farsi too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Farsi. Okay. Yeah. So people, students leave this, uh, after when they graduate, they can speak a lot of different languages. The level to which they will speak will... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was making fun of my Australian students. I said, listen, I mean, you guys don't speak English. You know, but <laughs> it will vary. Um, the, obviously the ones who, for whom Arabic is his uh, first language, yeah. you know, the Arabic is extremely fluent. And, um, but uh, yes, we want to bring them up to par in all of these languages. Mm-hmm. Because as I keep on telling them, they, they, they'll probably spend time interacting with, with, with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, so they have to be able to think on their feet and they have to uh, be articulate. So we, we do a lot of uh, uh, extemporary speeches, debates, mm-hmm. you know, I've got them, I make them do presentations and everything from uh, the existence of God to uh, to French fries. <laughs> as long as it, you know. And, and every student is expected to go on mission at some point then? Uh, 
Well, I think, you know, like every other college, the way I look at this place, I'd like it, my vision for this place is that it becomes like a, a top class college, private college. Mm -hmm. So not every student will go out in the field. Uh, they will serve the community in one form or the other. Some of them will work in offices. Uh, they really are, the ones who are particularly brilliant, I think, in terms of their interaction with other people are the ones who go out in the field. And some of them are really, really good. I, I, f I feel, uh, you know, that they can easily run rings around me in terms of the knowledge of things. So, but, so, so that's nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the background. We, we teach them languages. We teach them um, comparative religion, uh, the history of Islam, Islamic, uh, and then, you know, of course, the Quran and, uh, and the Hadith uh, and, you know, the, the, the traditions of the Holy Prophet. Uh, and uh, uh, so it's a pretty uh, vast topic. And this, uh, we are, uh, by, sorry, sorry to interrupt, I'll leave it open to you, uh, Greg. Uh, we are a DLI, we are a designated learning institute in Canada, so it's recognized. So that's one really So there's also secular education that goes on, like mathematics and things? Or uh, no, no math, but basically okay. the languages, which is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, they have to have a high school diploma when they arrive here. Okay. Because it's part of the admission requirements. And yeah. So yeah. So so three things come to my mind. Is one is it would help. I think, you know, people who are going to be watching this video, or especially you know, like just kind of learning about Ahmadiyya. Yes. And, yes. Um, so you know, people are probably pretty curious about distinctive aspects of it, and so it could help as as well as uh, you know. I think for Ahmadis, my sense is mm. also being able to not just talk about differences but also where there is commonalities because there's some there's often misunderstandings yes. about Ahmadiyya so maybe one thing you could talk about is um, where is like common core stuff that you guys teach like that wouldn't be necessarily distinctive oh, uh, from absolutely, absolutely. Sunni or no no uh, not just uh, not just with Shia. other uh, Muslim sects yeah Islamic sects but with other faiths I mean, okay. the simple fact is that uh, I think what distinguishes uh, the Ahmadiyya community is um, that we really subscribe to that motto of ours, that love for all, hatred for none. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the things which in every class we are, are exposing our students to is the commonality. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, very simply, um, monotheism mm -hmm. starts with that. The recognition and, and respect for all the prophets. Uh, there are 25 prophets mentioned in the Quran. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I think, uh, you know, and that's something that the students prescribe. You, you know, we have a salutation that we always use behind the founder of our faith, but we also have salutations for each of the other prophets. For example, mm -hmm. if I were to say the name of the prophet Jesus, I would use a salutation after yeah. about, you know, peace be upon him. Yeah because this is our form of respect. Uh, the other thing that we are very, very strong on is that in order to be a good Muslim, you have to be a good citizen, of regardless which country you come from. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're Canadian, then, you, then your patriotism is to Canadian. I, I only became a citizen, what, five months ago, <laughs> you know? And, you know, I have now decided that I'm as people making fun of my extended family makes fun of me because they said, you're more Canadian than the Canadians. I said, well, that's, for me, that's what it is. Like, uh, so I think that's their part as well. Uh, 
we stress uh, the the importance of respecting places of worship, uh, respecting the rule of law, condemning violence in any form, especially directed against uh, you know those who are not combatants, etc. Uh, we live, try and live peacefully. We do not indulge in uh, demonstrations out on the even on the streets because we feel that it's you you're more effective if you. Politically, you mean? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. know that if you if you have dialogue, mm-hmm. it's much better than to go out and, especially because our concern is always that many of these demo- uh, there's there's no harm in, in in showing that you believe in something or mm-hmm. that you disagree with something, but it has to be kept within the law, and sometimes they you know very often these things become violent, so we try and stay away from protests can definitely spur emotions and things. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and uh, with everything. And uh, so that's part of their training over here. And uh, above all, I think um, I'm, not a, I'm not a missionary myself, by the way. And I have, I'm not even a life devotee. Like many of my colleagues are life devotees. They're, they've sort of committed themselves. You have that in other, uh, in the Christian faiths as well, people who sort of, uh, you know, yeah, we, mon- we the, haven't the gone monastic to... monastic so, so, yeah. so let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah. So, this was something I haven't, because I've been interacting with the yeah. Ahmadiyya community for a few years. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I think yeah. a non-Christians, the the Church of Scientology has life devotees, but okay. they they don't fall in the category. <laughs> they of don't fall into the Christian. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I just yeah. wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have something similar. But you know, I mean, we, uh, of course, you have those people who have given themselves to the faith, even in Christianity. Yeah. So it might help. It might help this. So. Um, because a lot of people might not know hmm. about Scientology. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm going to keep them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick to but our... but uh, especially in Islamic, let's say Islamic context, hmm. broadly Islamic. So I know, you know, often when I've interacted with the Ahmadiyya community, sometimes I'll use the word imam. Yes. And then somebody will say, well, we don't really use that. Um, and then they'll talk about language more like missionary or devotee. Yes, yes. Maybe yes. you can explain... The, and connect it with graduation. So when somebody graduates from the seven-year program at the Jamia, the, which is university, right? That's what Jamia yeah, means? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, do they become a devotee or do they become a missionary? No, 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 do you, they you, you can be a life devotee even if you're not... Even here. if you don't go to those... Yes, okay. yes, yes. I mean, we have... Uh, that's the, like a commitment. That's issue. a commitment, yeah. So, they, you know, you, you basically give your t- time, your life is spent here... So, Working for the community in different capacities. So, if you graduate, does that make you a missionary? Uh, yes, you. Uh, we, we you, yes, you yes. can be a missionary here if you're posted in the country, or you can be go abroad as well. Yes. Okay. In fact, we use the term murabi and and uh, to distinguish between whether in your home country or whether you're international. Uh, okay. But you can actually, you know, even uh, even in these different uh, religious programs, they have this gradations and that's what you should re- that's a question you should ask some, some of my colleagues because I, I, I always claim I'm the secular one here <laughs> the secular <laughs> yeah in the sense what that I'm that not mean? a missionary oh okay yeah I'm not a missionary I don't even know some of the I, and I'm very honest with people I don't even know some of the gradations but so, so I, something that I thought and maybe you can and I'm me. not a life devotee yes okay yeah so maybe maybe you can clarify yeah. or we can ask somebody else too yeah. Um, so my sense was that if somebody graduates from the Jamia, mm-hmm. so from the school, then they're ba- then they're basically deciding to make a commitment to 
serve as a missionary, and then they could be posted anywhere. They can um, be and they can have anywhere. all sorts of yes. different roles. Yes, they can. Right? Yes. So yes. in all those different roles that they might have, like, for example, I know a friend who was serving, um, he was leading a local m- masjid. Yes. And, and, yes. and But then he got moved to the off, like the head office. Yes. So now he works that, in the office. That's right. So yeah. that is that person, does, is, does he, you would, would you call that person a missionary? I would. Whatever yes. role they're yes, in. Yes, yes, because okay. they graduated from it, definitely. And, and he has all the skills right. necessary yeah. to, so, to do what you know, we had trained him to and do. And so then, you know, normally we, when we think of um, Islam, let's say more so like in a Sunni context, mm. uh, we might think of the leader of the local masjid is a mosque, is the, you know, imam, Mom, yes, right? Yes. So, and even that isn't quite accurate because it's like uh, somebody who's leading prayers is, doesn't necessarily mean that they've gone through formal That's education. Right. They, they histori- historically, it's it's always been the person we feel is the most knowledgeable about. So, the so scriptures. we could so we could say the 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 local missionary, like who has been educated yes. through the jamia, might have some of them will have a role of leading. Yes, the, the yes. salat, right. the prayers, and the masjid. Absolutely masjid-ed. right. You're, okay. You've got it absolutely okay. right. Yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and then. Okay, so let's come back. So when I was bringing up commonalities, so mm. that's great. You were talking kind of about yes. um, the big picture commonalities in terms of what's believed and taught. Um, I'm really curious as, in the academic mm. aspect because that's really your role um, in terms of what what is common that's taught, let's say, as compared with not other religions, but uh, let's say Ahmadiyya and Sunni. Um, so some people wonder... Maybe Sunnis would wonder: Do Ahmadiyyas believe in the same, um, like the Sunnah Sitta, the 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 six major uh, Hadith collections? Oh yes, uh, yes, yes, absolutely. What about Sira? What I, I, which I works would you guys absolutely. study? We, we, that kind we, of thing. Absolutely. If you look around, even on the exhibition, and we had this. Uh, um, I don't know. Were you, were you able to attend the, the book exhibition? I was. Yes, He's, he lives in the U.S. So. Uh, oh, you're in the, yeah. okay, okay. Where do you live? Sorry. Uh, PA. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I was at Penn State. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Did my master's there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I only live like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. State there. College. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, it's all there. I think. Um, as far as the, the the holy book, as far as the importance of the traditions, the the, the sunnah, the these, uh, and the importance of the ranking of the these, I think you you yeah, you like tend to be yes. Yeah, there's 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 absolutely no difference. I think differences have arisen um, over time on, on certain doctrinal issues about uh, um, the 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 death of. Uh, the Prophet Jesus, the return of the Prophet mm-hmm. Jesus. Those are the issues. Sure. Which, yes. But uh, otherwise... And so that would also mean that there would be some a hadith that, uh, that might be on those topics where there, would you say that there's may, there'd be differences in interpretation maybe between... Yeah, uh, differences. But not but, necessarily but you, rejection of those. No, that's right. Uh, yeah. Plus, uh, you know, uh, interesting enough... Uh, you, you you probably have some background from uh, Farhan, and you've seen that we have uh, uh, that for us our, our Imam is we usually refer to the Khalifa of the time, mm-hmm. and 
the Khalifa of the time is is, is the uh, is almost like um, uh, you know a succession to um, uh, to Mr. Muhammad, uh, peace be on him, whom we believe to be a prophet, uh, and we call him the the Messiah and the Mahdi. Now, interesting enough, all this all the Muslim communities sects do believe in the same thing. It's just their interpretation is that he may be coming at a different time. You and know? also that he will be the physically the same individual as Isa, right? Yes. And right. Uh, yeah. so for us, it's more of a metaphorical thing than the actual Yeah, physical. or spiritual. Yeah. But for us also, the Quran has lots of metaphorical things which some people take literally. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so that's why I thought it would it would help even just to be able to specifically name or identify some of the the written sources that you guys would be studying. Oh, absolutely. So that Sunnis can also understand that it's not like you're studying all sorts of different no, things. No, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you'd like, we, we can even get uh, get you the syllabus uh, of the okay. writing. Uh, I'd, lo- I'd love to see it myself. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, we can do that later. But Han, I don't know if you if you get time, but, but people like um, uh, Chima Saab, who teaches comparative religion, um, Maybe uh, so, Hibba, you know? so I'm just curious, like spe- specifically, like uh, do you guys? Wh- how would you regard, like, uh, in terms of Sira literature, like uh, Ibn Ishaq, Ibn Isham, like is that is that a is that a writing that you guys would study? Do Please. you have regard for that? Or I, I I really think we need to get to the the syllabus because okay, they, okay. they they actually cover stuff which I didn't even know about. Oh, okay. Because okay. of my own field, right? Yeah, but yes, they do cover a Your field of business, right? You said. Well, yeah, I, and English over oh, okay, here English, it's language yeah. and communication. Okay. But yes, they, uh, the okay. the I was actually because it was my first um, time I had seen the exhibition. I was uh, myself surprised at the extent to which they cover the yeah. amount of material they cover. Yeah, and uh, they cover um, uh, some because they also learn Arabic here. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the stuff they're trying to cover in the original languages, including writings by the Promised Messiah, which would be maybe in Urdu. So that's one of the reasons why the language is taught, so they can go back to the original format. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know if you're in your sides. I've always found that I had a I had a, a, a professor back in England who I once did a paper for her, and she said. It's not bad, but you should read the original. <laughs> you know, she said because there's no meaning other than what there is in the original. And I learned there that if you can, if you can learn the language, there's nothing like it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But since I don't want to misguide you in any way, it's better to talk to somebody no, that's fine. who's that's more fine. better uh, yeah, tuned yeah. to the religious part. We're around, so. But yeah. uh, yes, anything non, uh, anything to do with the English language? Yes, you, you can <laughs> ask me here yeah, what we do. Or anything about anything else, sure, go ahead in terms of, at the moment we have been revamping some of our courses, by the way. We discovered that uh, English, Urdu, Arabic, the way we were teaching them was needed to be modernized. Mm -hmm. So the English book I came across when I started looking at it was from the 1950s, and it had language which would not be politically correct nowadays. (laughs) You know, and so I completely revamped it. So I, I chose a book which uh, was the British Council is using now, and so we're trying to do that, sort of bring it up. And we did the same thing with Urdu. We, we decided that you know the changes need to be made. Mm-hmm. The process of each course now has to be looked at and revised, 
Yeah, so you have to come back and interview me in about three years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's going to take Well, in that Canada, three years, what is politically correct now is, is not going to be politically correct I in know, three years. Three years is what... <laughs> because ideally, you would like every course to be uh, re-examined every two years. And then, I'm just joking. And what I'd like is every faculty member to make a presentation on what he is going to teach and why he is going to teach what his out expected outcomes are, the goals. But So we've done that for three. Um, I think we have something like 40 courses total. So we still have 37 to go, so okay. give me three years. <laughs> it's going to take some time. Wow. Yeah.